Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dynasty Wonderland podcast with me, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. That's right. And uh, yes, once again, just me. Just me. Flying solo again. So I apologize, particularly to those who, uh, you know, might be sick of hearing just my voice. I, I completely understand. Actually, I don't. I quite like the sound of my voice, to be honest, as narcissistic as that might sound. But that's part of what comes with podcasting. I don't think you can do it. Or maybe you can. <laughs> but you got, you got to be okay with hearing yourself talk a lot, I think. And uh, I'm just fine with it. But I can understand, in a way, why someone else might not be. But our good buddy Aaron, I spoke with him today. You know, su- Sunday. I spoke with him Sunday. You know how it goes. I recorded. It's Sunday night right now. But most of you will hear or see this Monday, right? Or later on in the week. So Sunday, I spoke with Mr. Aaron, the captain, the salary captain, the March Heron, and don't forget to get on Twitter at AARonStew09, A-A-R-O-N-S-T-E-W-09, Aaron Stew. Get on, check him out. I mean, obviously not a lot of stuff there recently, but you know, get on there, give him a follow, make sure to wish him well, all of that, because, you know, talking to him, he's a you know, he's had some good moments, but it's a lot of up and down with the COVID. So, you know, he's hanging in there, you know, fighting it. And uh, we just hope he gets better soon so we can come back by my side, right? Right. And this can go back to being the way it's supposed to be. But I carry on. Despite my own issues. Car issues, really which is really just driving me more mad than I already was. <laughs> you know, kind of insane. I'm just losing, it's insane. I'm losing my shit over this car stuff. And you might've gotten that a little bit if uh, uh, you listened to the episode that got put out Sunday morning before the games. And uh, because obviously we missed, we missed the, the Thursday night review, Sunday preview. So I wanted to make sure to get a little something in. So I did. And here we are again, once again, recording. But I discussed on the other pod some of what's going on with me, my car issues and stuff. And again, it's just really, it's driving me crazy. Insane in the membrane, you know. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. Insane in the membrane. Insane and got no brain. I used to love that shit. Anyway, insane. It's really But I digress. I'm not going to get into it again. Just know, your boy. <laughs> oh man, he's enjoying his weed because that's helping keep keep the insanity down. So I'll say that right now. But we move on. There was some good football, right? And we're going to get into it. You know, got to keep this rolling. Got to keep representing for the wonderland so we go and so i welcome everyone back we had our weeks we had buys this week right no falcons no jets no saints no niners 
And really, is there a whole lot of big misses? Wait till next week. I talk, I, I talked about it a little bit on the, the earlier pod, the early Sunday pod. Yeah. <clears throat> week seven's not going to be fun for box. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway, as far as football goes, you know, interesting day of football, really, because uh, – I mean, quite a few of these games, well, at least on the early slate, were blowouts. The witching hour was lame, and it probably seems especially lame because last week's witching hour was so great. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's NFL Red Zone. And it's that period of time when all of the early slate games are ending, and the, the afternoon slate is beginning. So it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. I enjoy the witching hour. I enjoy red zone. And that's how I watch most of my football. <sighs> but yeah. Got some games that kind of got out of hand. Uncompetitive. In the early slate. So it, it happens. It happens. Sunday night football, a little more competitive. Um, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Geno Smith, the Geno Smith. And hey, you got to give him a little props. He was out there doing his thing. I mean, you know, dude has has just been bench warming for a while now. And uh, 209 for a touchdown. Okay. He didn't do anything terrible. But here's the funny thing. I can't tell if – now, we know the Steelers' defense is supposed to be pretty good, right? The Seahawks is. <laughs> and so somehow, Geno Smith went 209 and one, while Big Ben went 229 and one. <laughs> uh, they both got help from the run game, and the Steelers win in the end in overtime. But I can't figure out. What the hell is, is, is Gino any good? Are, are we going to, is he any good? And it just was a bit of a rough day. Steelers D or the Steelers that bad because, well, the offense specifically because big Ben, man, didn't he have an interception too? No, it was a fumble. He had something. No, he did. That's, I don't see it. But anyway, <laughs> That Steelers, I mean, <clears throat> Big Ben put up about the same numbers as Geno Smith against a Seahawk defense. <clears throat> That's, we'll just say kindly, has uh, teams have been getting the best up, right? <laughs> so to be nice, I mean, we could mention that they they were really on a historic pace to be one of the worst defenses up. But we'll just say that the teams were getting the best of that. And so somehow against that defense, Big Ben resembled Geno Smith. Huh. But if this is all we're going to get from Geno, then my proclamation that Metcalf and Lockett would probably be all right. Uh, it's a little dicey, right? 
gets a little dicey. One week down, a couple more weeks in the books. Hopefully, Mr. Russell Wilson comes out. That is the biggest takeaway from this game. Come back, Russell. Come back, Russell. Speaking of injury, talk a little, uh, you know, infirmary. Because Baker, that uh, torn labrum or whatever, I guess that's re-injured. If it's torn, how do you reach it? I don't know. I don't understand that stuff enough, to be honest. So Baker's banged up. You got Kareem Hunt hurt. We'll talk more about him later. Darius Toney popped off a little bit, left with an ankle injury. Paris Campbell, we'll talk a little bit more about him. Um, and T.Y. Hilton as well. So we'll get into those guys later. But, yeah, already some uh, big names on the injury report. But we'll get into what I'm going to call for now week six madness because not really going to do my mad five. You know, we're going to save that for when Aaron gets back. And I, because of the blowouts and things like that, I didn't want to go game by game necessarily like I think I did last last week. <laughs> so we're just going to do kind of like, I guess this would be similar to like a mad eight or nine. Something like that. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. So are you ready, people? Are you ready? Let's get into the week six madness because it, it, there was some madness, right? It begins with the flock. That's right. I'm going to keep up with the titles. The flock. The Ravens. I talked about them and I've spoken of my love. For Lamar Jackson. He's one of my favorite football players to watch. He's great. And uh, his team's on a motherfucking roll. And today he didn't have to do it so much in the air because they were just slamming it on the ground against the Chargers. And the defense came to play the Chargers six fucking points. Justin Herbert had. 195 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Got started a couple of times. They got Austin Eckler didn't do a fucking thing off of his head. And you know, when we say that here, that's just we're not really wishing for off someone's head to be off. No, 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 no. It's just you know, it's we're the Wonderland. It's taken from the Wonderland. So just go with it. But Eckler, man, sorry, this week off of the head. But the Ravens, the flock, man, they can still run. They used a plethora of dudes in this. Devonta Freeman had 53 yards and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson himself had 51 yards. Latavius Murray, 44 yards and a touchdown. He ended up leaving with an injury. Le'Veon Bell, (laughs) this one's funny. He did get a touchdown, and he got eight carries, but he went for 18 yards. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. It's just, I do, what are we doing with Le'Veon Bell? I feel bad for him, but he's not good anymore. Like, we can't just stick with, like, Devontae Freeman had averaged 5.9 yards a guy. He did have a long of 16, but still, like, come on. I don't I don't know what, what happened and how he dropped, like, how he – 
Like it, again, Devonta Freeman at least can do something. I don't know what the hell happened to Le'Veon Bell. Uh, was he just a product of the Steelers? Hmm. I don't know. He just uh, he hasn't been the same. He just hasn't been. But otherwise, the like positivity for the Ravens. I mean, they're just running the ball. Mark Andrews five catches, sixty-eight yards, and a touchdown. Marquise Brown went four for thirty-five, and then of course, the man I was waiting for, Rashad Bateman. I am a member of the Bateman Brigade. That's right. That's right. And he went four for twenty-nine. But hey. Got to start somewhere. Not quite the um, explosive start I was hoping for, but let's see what happens next week, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. But the flock, man, kicking some ass. I, I've been talking about a couple weeks now. This team, I think, could get really dangerous. And and you know what? They just look scarier and scarier as it goes on. And I'm a little, you know, fearful for another one of those teams in the AFC North. We'll get into that in a little bit as well. So we move on. Well, no, we'll get into that right now. It's next on the list, obviously, because I'm just going by my list at this point. My, my little notes, my little notes list in the notes app. That's right. So next topic, the birds bury the Browns. That's right. This would be the team that I mentioned. The Browns you got Baker banged up. Chubb missed the game, and, you know, that's that's got to be part of it because Chubb is damn good, and Kareem Hunt is great. But I love how Kareem Hunt operates in his role. When there's no Nick Chubb, that's tough. That's tough. Kareem Hunt, again, he did get injured. He left with, what was it, calf injury, but he went 66 he went for 66 yards and then three catches for 12 yards. So not what everybody was expecting, but uh, they really kind of got rocked by the Cardinals. And, um, you know, Odell Beckham actually did have an okay day. He made some noise, five for 79. And then the receiver that really got going today was Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Browns. Four catches, 101 yards, two touchdowns. So been a rough day for the Brownies. They lose 37 to 14. The Cardinals are just, man, I look at these two birds, the Ravens, the flock, the flock, and the AFC, the fucking Cardinals, the sharp Cardinals, they, they and the NFC, and fucking Carlin, 229 yards, that's it, but four touchdowns. That's right. And he didn't really do much for rushing. And really, the, the interesting part about this team is they also can kind of beat you in different ways. And today, I don't know if this is going to become a trend, but James Conner had 16 carries. 16 for 71 yards. Chase Edmonds, four fucking carries for 46 yards. And he had a long of 40 meaning his other three carries were for six yards. So I I don't know. Ed Chase did have three catches, only for four yards. But he, you know, but this was uh, the James Conner show for the Cardinals. So 
I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird, but you know, safe to trust Kyler Murray, obviously, always. And uh, you know, he very much spreads around. I mean, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, only 55 yards, two touchdowns, though. Bam. Christian Kirk had a touchdown. AJ Green. So, you know, if you've got Kyler Murray, you're loving this season so far. And, you know, he's pretty good to his weapons. Um, I'm a little worried. We're not seeing more of Rondale Moore involved. Perhaps uh, that's further down the line or even next year. Um, just four targets, three catches for 16 yards for Rondale Moore. And then Chase Edmonds, again, <clears throat> he's had some decent games, but James Conner, I didn't think he'd ever be a thorn in Chase Edmonds' side. And, uh, hey, I was wrong because there's at least this fucking game. 16 carries. Chase Edmonds didn't do a whole hell of a lot. James Conner. Well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do with Chase Edmonds? Mm, something to ponder something to ponder remember christian ponder (laughs) i remember trying to talk myself into that guy a couple times (laughs) christian ponder anyway we continue on the replacements speaking of christian i should i should not shit on him he seems he seemed like a very nice guy i don't know if he is or not but When he played for the Vikings, he seemed like a very nice dude. Anyway, the replacements, as in all these running back replacements, okay? Because we had all these guys out. Saquon Barkley's down, you know, no Chris Carson. That's been in it. Dave Montgomery and David Damian Williams out for the Bears. Again, Nick Nick, uh, Chubb and then Christian McCaffrey. So Alex Collins. Look good, right? For the Seahawks, 101 yards and a touchdown. I'm not big on him. Then there's Khalil Herbert. I don't have a I don't have a ton of him rostered, and it, it, it you know I don't know. It's just one of those guys that never really caught on to. But um, he's done well. 97 yards a touchdown and then he had a couple of catches for 15 yards so he's playing well in that offense and then you look at Darrell Williams in Kansas City now that this guy Darrell the barrel I I I picked him up in one of my main dynasty leagues probably three years ago like when he was I think a rookie and I'm like this Darrell Daryl Williams, okay, because he's been like steady, like third on the depth chart for like a minute, like <laughs> for almost that whole time until this year. You know, they draft Clyde Edwards here, and you're like, eh, no, times I thought about just dropping Daryl to Barrel, but I didn't. And so he goes into this year where he's essentially the number two, right? That's crazy. And sure enough, 62 yards, two touchdowns, three catches for 27 yards. Not bad. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. But that's not bad at all. So if you rolled him out there, took a chance on him, if you played him in DFS, 
I mean, that's a payoff right there. Damn, damn. Kareem Hunt, we mentioned. I mentioned, sorry. I'm mad. Remember, I'm just not, I'm crazy. Insane in my brain. Just remember that. Okay. But Kareem Hunt, the previously mentioned, 66 yards, and then he got a few catches for 12 yards before leaving for the injury. And uh, we had brought up, we, there I go with we again, I had brought up in the pod earlier, Dearness Johnson, Demetric Felton, Dearness Johnson did have one carry for two yards. And Demetric Felton did have a couple of catches for 14 yards. Um, but yeah, as you can see, it was pretty much the Kareem Hunt show, got hurt late in the game. So it is what it is. We'll have to keep an eye on really like a ton of people from the Browns. The Browns are fucking banged up. And I feel bad for them because I was really rooting for the Browns this year, right? Really rooting for them. I meant to bring this up when I was talking about how they got buried by the birds. But I've really been, because I don't have a team, so I've been rooting for the Browns, really rooting for them. And they're in a tough spot because Baltimore's fucking rolling. And Cincinnati, they continue to win as well. So, and we will talk about that later. That's right. But we continue with the replacements. No Christian McCaffrey, so you got Chuber Hubbard once again, and he was fine. 61 yards, a touchdown. One pass, or one pass catch, one catch pass <laughs> for four yards. So there you go. And then here's one guy. I think this is the guy that I was not big on, especially not big on. In the early Sunday podcast that came out, and that would be Devonta Booker, who I actually used to be a fan of. And... uh when he, when he first came out. But, uh, yeah, 41 yards, four catches for 28 yards. I mean, I guess he got you at 10 points. In the <laughs> like, ah, wow, 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 Not great. Not great from Mr. Booker. My brother was telling me how he made the mistake of playing Devin Booker and a Oh, the basketball player? Plays for the Giants now? Interesting. Uh, what's up, Taco Cat? Anyway. See, this is where this is where this is where the co-host comes in handy. It's okay for my other pod, you know, because I'm just rambling and ranting on this and that. Usually it's already shit in my head. So just, which, by the way, don't forget to check out my miscellaneous degree podcast. Same place you find this one. New episode out Monday or Tuesday. But I digress. So the replacements, for the most part, not bad. Not bad. And then we move on. To the next, and this is called Fuck You Gruden. I really thought the Broncos were going to get back on track, but there's just uh, they're just not not like I thought they were great or anything, but I thought they'd uh, show a little better than they had. And 
although they did end the game against the Steelers and that comeback fashion decently. So, but uh, nope, this was all Raiders. This was all fucking Raiders. Josh Jacobs got a touchdown. Kenny Drake got a touchdown. Derek Carr threw for 341 yards and two touchdowns, which one went to Ruggs, another went to Kenyon Drake. So, I mean, ugh. Darren Waller, he was the only, like, 59 yards. That's it. So, not a big day for Darren Waller. But uh, Brian Edwards, 67 yards, just on two catches. But he, one of those was amazing. And then Henry Ruggs on just two catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. So, they they continue to play pretty well. And, um, you know, on the Broncos side, I was hoping a big game from Javonta Williams. But eh, not to be. 53 yards. I mean, he looks good, but mm. Javonta Williams. He did get three catches for 15 yards, but yeah, yeah. Denver's just a quarterback away, just like Carolina. <laughs> yeah, Carolina, the, both these teams, and you knew, you knew, because they did. Just because of their schedule and who they played and all that, you knew that might be a little different once they hit some more talented teams, and it's uh, proven to be so for both those squads. So, but the Raiders gotta love what they did. They came out, they kicked some ass, division opponent on the road after all the turmoil, and that's a nice big fuck you, Gruden. I just love it. Good for them. Good for them. The rolling Rams. The Rams just keep on rolling. I was talking about that earlier. Rolling and rolling. I keep saying rolling. Everybody's rolling today. Everybody is rolling. <laughs> oh, the poor woeful Giants. They scored 11 points, uh, but it didn't matter because the Rams went for 30 fucking eight. And unfortunately, Robert Wood, what are we going to do with Bobby Trees? Two catches, 31 yards. He did get a touchdown to save the day. Oh, what the fuck? What is going on? Meanwhile, Cooper Cup, 12 targets, nine receptions, 130 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, if you are playing Cooper Cup, you are so magical. Because he was one of the guys, oh, when he first came out, just so unsure about. So I, I, I don't, I didn't have a lot of him rostered or him rostered a lot, I should say. <laughs> And then, but I mean, this year with, with that connection with Stafford, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous. Stafford, 251 yards, four fucking touchdowns, 22 for 28. Damn good. Damn good. Darrell Henderson, 78 yards off 21 attempts. He got a touchdown, but I mean, the more efficient Sony Michelle, 9 for 42. Imagine if they just let him run the fucking thing, run, take the lead. Imagine what he could do with it. Just saying, just saying, not for nothing. Not for nothing. We go on to JT Stampedes and the return of TY, the return and exit of TY. That's right, the Colts. Now this is a team I, I could see them being a little dangerous if they, uh, if they get going. Really, and it looks like they might, you know, they not that they don't have some, no tough games coming up, but they've also got some very winnable games. 
and they're likely to be right there with Tennessee because Tennessee is going to get their ass right by Josh Allen and the Bills. So, eh. but Jonathan Taylor went fucking banana hammock, 145 yards, two touchdowns, just killing it. A reception for 13 yards, cherry on top. Tua Hilton. In his return, I, I didn't know what to make of it, if he was going to be incorporated right away. If not, four catches for 80 yards and uh, leading receiver. Basically, yardage, targets. I mean, it's insane. Harris Campbell had one catch for 51 yards and a touchdown before he left the game. These Colts, they have some weapons. Michael Pittman, it was like Michael Pittman, he's the guy. He's the one that they keep going to this week. Two for 35, it was other dudes. So, and that's something to look at too. Pittman's been really playing strong, but what's going to happen now that T.Y. Hilton's back? Because at least in this game, T.Y. Hilton took more of a lead. Anyway, who day? That's the name of the next one. Who day? And that is, of course, speaking of the Cincinnati Bengals previously mentioned Cincinnati Bengals and really I begin with Jamar Chase because he has just been kicking ass another good game four catches 97 yards no touchdown that's okay he uh you know it's so often when you look at the wide receivers taken in a first round it's damn near a coin flip. And usually it's not as savvy to take them early either. And the Bengals got killed for taking Jamar Chase. But oh boy, is it paying off. Joe Burrow, 271 yards, three touchdowns, interception. I did not roster enough of this dude in rookie drafts. I did not draft him enough. Not nearly enough. I don't have him rostered nearly enough. Interception. He did have. But good game from him. Joe Mixon went for 94 yards. Five catches for 59 yards and a touchdown as well. So, yeah. Big game from the Bengals. And Jamar Chase, again, just killing it. Killing it. But, yes, I am thoroughly enjoying the Bengals and behind them. I really just kind of dig the AFC North aside from Pittsburgh. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Moving on to the last but not least topic. And that is Lamb of God. That's right. That's right. And there's another reason I wish my buddy Aaron was here because he's a fellow, fellow metalhead. He would understand what I'm trying to say with this. Lamb of God is a metal band and uh, they're fantastic. Big fan. But uh, l- at least at their music, anyway. <laughs> don't, can't say I know enough about them. And nowadays you just don't know about people, right? So, Lamb of God, CD Lamb, fucking killing it. 149 yards. Two touchdowns. Now, he is having a great season. And I had predicted 
I wasn't the only one, but I was on the side that said, hey, this is the CD Lamb year. Like, this is where CD Lamb says, this is the year where his ascension begins. And he says, this, I am the guy over Amari Cooper. And I think we're seeing that. And uh, <clears throat> this is just a guy, some of his catches today. I am a, just a big fan. There's players I really root for. I really enjoy watching uh, as I often profess my love for Lamar Jackson. That's, that's one example. <laughs> but, you know, there's some good, really good players that I particularly latch on to. And uh, CeeDee Lamb is another one of them. So it's great to see him doing well. Great to see it. Ah, well, that's the biggest stuff. I've, I've, I mean, I'll run through, like, you know, Washington crap the bed off of their heads. <laughs> J.D. McKissick had a game, though, right? But I think we pretty much covered everything, you know? Hey, rookie QBs, we can chat that. It, look, look, Trevor Lawrence, got to give him some props. He's been playing better. It, you know, like, it seems like he does a little more each week, and he's getting there, you know? And the Jaguars get their first win. Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars. Now, I would have liked to see them keep losing just for the sake of getting rid of Urban Meyer because I think in the long run that will help Trevor Lawrence. But we'll see how this goes. Maybe they turn around. You know, I try not to be too judgmental because people can change and people can be later on in age when they change. But with Urban Meyer, it's just like he's done some scummy shit and it's just like he did some scummy shit recently. And to me, that goes... What does that mean you've changed in the past week? Because I doubt it. I fucking doubt it. So, strong one. Doubt it. <laughs> uh, but props to the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, they finally got their win. And got a feel for Tua for a little bit. He actually played okay. And uh, just a killer, killer interception. So, <clears throat> and then you look at Justin Fields, the Bears-Packers game, right? Right. Sorry, I know I said Lamb of God was going to be the last one, but then I forgot. I did want to kind of mention the rookie quarterbacks, and uh, you know, it's not like the Packers played out of their minds. Aaron Jones, seventy-six yards. AJ Dillon had fifty-nine yards. Now, see, this is where something interesting with the Packers: thirteen attempts for Aaron Jones, eleven for AJ Dillon. Four receptions for Devonta Adams, 89 yards. I mean, not a big game. Aaron Rodgers didn't even hit over 200 yards, but he did have two touchdowns. Now, Justin Fields, 174 yards. is kind of close with him. Although, one touchdown, one interception, four sacks. And, um, <clears throat> you know, he's got he's to gotta figure out the sacks thing. And, you know, it, it's weird. It feels like, you know, we had some quarterbacks that came out uh, particularly last year, you know, Burrow, he looked good last year, Herbert, obviously. And, you know, we've seen rookie quarterbacks recently. We've had, we've seen some really kick some ass and you forget that these guys are rookies. And sometimes it does take some time. It's a, kind of supposed to. So, you know, I just think we need to give these guys some more time. They'll get there. They'll get there. Anyway, Justin Fields, 
up and down. But he did have six rushes for uh, 43 yards. So he's he's really getting, you know, a little bit more. Where I, I just kind of wish, kind of feels like, uh, I don't know, I still feel like it, they need to open it up for him a little bit more. But then you go and you look at, again, a big run game from Khalil Herbert, who I talked about in the replacements section. And, I mean, he had 19 attempts. So, overall, they had uh, 26 rushing attempts, 27 pass attempts. So, pretty balanced, pretty balanced. Whereas the Packers, eh, they were more run heavy. So, then you got... Of course, Mac Jones. And that's it, really, because Trey Lance on a bye. And we don't even know. Kyle Shanahan says, well, maybe maybe it'll be Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll see. But Trey Lance on a bye, as is Zach Wilson. And you have that, uh, the previously mentioned C.D. C, uh, Lamb. And I know I've said previously mentioned like 800 times on this podcast. But C.D. Lamb. And the Cowboys, and they took down the Patriots. But, but, Mac Jones put a fight, 229 yards, two touchdowns. He did have an interception, uh, but he had some really good throw. That throw to Kendrick Bourne was really nice for the touchdown. Uh, otherwise, he was hitting, he, you know, he's kind of spreading the ball around. He's, uh, you know, Hunter Henry with a couple of catches and a touchdown. Um, Ramondre Stevenson got involved in the passing game. Uh, Jacoby Myers, of course, got his targets. Um, but it really was Damien Harris had a really big game because he had 18 attempts for 101 yards and a touchdown. And then Stevenson also had a handful of attempts. And so it was a good game for the Patriots, but the better team won, obviously. But, uh, you, you know, I mean, Mac, Mac Jones is see. <clears throat> I think you got to give Trevor Lawrence a little bit of a break because that's a tough situation with him. And then Justin Fields, I, I continuously thought, I'm just, I don't know what the fuck maybe he's doing sometimes. So it's hard to trust him with Justin Fields. But Mac Jones, you know, not that he was, he necessarily has any of the highest, higher ceiling of anybody. It, you know, I think we know what we're probably going to get out of Mac Jones, but he certainly is viable in all fantasy formats. I think and at, at some point he's going to be because um, just of where he is in New England with that system. Now let's hope they get him some better pass catchers, <laughs> but uh, I do think he, I, you got to say he's, I mean, he's playing well, he's playing well. So, all right, now we'll end it. That's it. Now that's it. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Oh, yes. Very long day. Very long day. But the football, you know, some of it is lame, but it's some of it fun. So we look forward to week seven. Except for some of the teams are not going to be fun. <laughs> oh, all right, everyone. Thanks for joining once again. The Mad Chatters. Get the fuck out of here. That's right. That's right. And until next time. Stay mad and stay mad. That's the best <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk to you next time. Ta-ta for now. Laters!